This is Melanie Ake, your host for Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet Allison Little, who encourages us to master the art of imperfect action. She believes everyone can have a champion mindset, and we must keep going during difficult times. Listen in as this everyday leader helps us launch new beliefs about our own lives that can truly help us to change the world. Start your personal growth journey today, where you can learn how to be an everyday leader in your life. Go to everydayleaders.com. Register for personal growth and development classes so you can develop your own strategies to be a leader in your life. If you're ready for one-on-one accountability, I will walk beside you as your personal coach to help you gain clarity and perspective to lead your life and career as an everyday leader. If you're ready to develop your spiritual growth, you can gather with us for the Everyday Leaders Leadership Devotionals We meet every day at 7.30 a.m. And we apply these leadership lessons and values to our everyday lives. Go to everydayleaders.com and become a leader that can change the world. Welcome to Everyday Leaders 50 and 50. Allison Little, I am so honored that you are now an everyday leader on 50 and 50. Thanks for coming on this morning. Thank you so much for having me, Melanie. This is an honor. This is so much fun. You know, the energy that people bring that are like-minded in these like-minded circles, and my goodness, you've been on my list for a year, and we finally have the opportunity to share all the things that you're doing. Uh, You are an author, you're a mom, you're a business owner, you're a coach, you're a speaker, you're a trainer, you do everything and working on another book. And I hope that people when they listen to this today, can take a little bit of Allison. And I say Allison Wonderland, (laughs) because you create so many wonderful things. And you've just launched your podcast recently. So I I just want to talk to you about how you're going through this life. Uh, Today, we think about COVID-19, we're in the middle of experiencing four weeks of quarantine. And so when people listen to this, I want them to close their eyes and get that perspective of what we're learning through this isolation and, and the strategies that we're using. As we talk on this show, it is about developing strategies to overcome obstacles. And so, Allison, thanks for just being you, showing up and adding value to us today. Thank you, Melanie. You're an amazing leader, and I'm just so honored and excited to be able to share with your listeners this kind of what I'm learning on my journey, right? Like none of us are perfect. I say perfectly imperfect, and so I'm going to share anything that I can to try to help 
empower your listeners to move forward in their lives and just like what you do all the time. And so that's the great thing about surrounding yourself with brilliant people is that we get to this place where we can give and give and give to others. Uh, it is amazing. And so when you start thinking about, now you're an author, and many people would be listening to this saying, you know, I'd love to write a book. This is a great time to reflect. This is a great time for us to start journaling and thinking about the things that are really important that maybe we haven't accomplished and that we'd like to be able to maybe start doing. And so you, one of the resources that I want people to walk away with is looking up you, Allison Little, and finding your book, which is um, The Life uh, Under Construction, Designing a Life You Love and the Art of Imperfect. Uh, act, action of, um, let me say that again, designing the life you love and the art of imperfect action. And that's exactly what we're doing right now. We don't know how we're supposed to show up. And so we've got to redesign our life and we've got to figure out, okay, what feels good in this new world? Because it's never going to go back to the same. And so if you're listening today, you have kids at home, you are having to create your own home office that you've never had to do that you have to teach your kids, that you have to help your kids figure out if they're seniors, what is that going to look like for them? All their expectations have been changed. And so you're like the perfect guest to have on right now. Because <laughs> I want to It is. To have all of it kind of aligning and I go, oh my gosh, this, this would help people so much. And I know it does because I've been doing this for years. So it's so interesting that this is all happening when it is. It is. How do you, how do you, would you recommend for someone? So they haven't gotten your book yet, but what inspired you to talk about this specific strategy in, um, in thinking how important this value is for people? You know, it actually happened, Melanie, about, uh, four years ago, I had a time in my life when it went literally and figuratively under construction, just like what our world is experiencing right now. It happened in my own individual life. You know, I had a time when we were moving to a new city. I had a baby prematurely. Um, we were rebuilding um, a, like an office, like a physical office for our financial planning firm. We moved to a new city with that business, building a house. Um, so everything was literally and figuratively under construction in my life. And it was at that time when um, I was just like, super overwhelmed. So much change was happening. And I'm one of those people, I don't know uh, if maybe you can relate to this, but I was one of those people that I hated change. And so I had everything in my life in upheaval. And then my mom gives me a call and she says, Allison, um, I've been diagnosed with breast cancer and I was raised by a single mom. And so that like, just, i like, just, I felt like I got sucker punched. And that was my priority is to help my mom get better because I didn't know, like I, when you get that call, you don't know. And somehow, in all of that change and all of that turmoil, a story emerged. And I started to write. It was really therapy to me. But I had gifts coming to me, like ideas and growth things that I was, I was experiencing during this time. And I recognized um, that what I was learning I, might help somebody someday. It might be my kids. It might be my little sister or brother. It might be my husband. I didn't know who it was going to help, but I started to write down the things I was learning at one of the darkest and most difficult times in my life. And that's where life under construction um, was birthed. And that's kind of where I, I decided I actually had it, the book completely done. And I went to a conference and um, talked to Seth Godin. Um, and I, I said, you know, I've got this thing done. What should I do? And he said, just do it, Allison. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh. 
and I was, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm going to just publish this book. I didn't know how I didn't think anybody would read it other than my mom. And, um, that's kind of where life under construction came in. So it was really kind of what the world's experiencing now, only, you know, my, my life under construction journey happened three or four years ago. And I, I wrote about how I was able to grow through that really difficult time and challenging time in my life. And thankfully now my mom is, um, she's recovered from cancer. She's fine. Uh, you know, we built the house, we built the office, everything is, is going really well, but, um, I know how it feels to feel so hopeless and I know how it feels to feel overwhelmed and stressed out and frustrated and how to, you know, to kind of build yourself up, even in those times when you're like, I just need to get through the day. Mm-hmm. In the middle of that chaos, because here we say, here we are four weeks into it and anything, we start three weeks, right? They always say three weeks is the time where you start a new behavior. And so we're four weeks into this, being isolated, having to like go through that that grieving process. People have talked about the cycle of change is like grief. And, and so w- as you went through all of those changes saying, I hate change, but I have to go do this. I've been forced just like what we are today. And that's why I think the value that you bring, the perspective that you bring for people is so critical because the fears that you had and taking that first step and deciding, okay, so even about your book, right? Or about the house or about, you know, starting the office, like talk to us about the first step saying we can't, I'm fearful to, we have to make this action item for people. And, and that's so awesome. That's so awesome. You bring that up, Melanie, because what happened is I remember the day it was actually in the summer, uh, right before we left. And I, um, we moved and all of this change happened. I sat down with my husband and I was pregnant with, um, my second, my second daughter. And then I had her and we're, she, she just had gotten born. And I was like, you know, in that place where I was confused, I wasn't sleeping. But I sat down with my husband and we, we created a, what if it's better than we could have ever imagined list. And it was a possibilities list, list of what life could look like if it was better than we could have imagined. And so, um, so that we saw the change, not as a fearful place, but as an exciting place. And that's where the shift in my mind came in. And that's where the shift in my husband's mind came in because we went through every area of our lives um, from, you know, our family, what could it look like for our family? What could it look like, you know, to live in a different community? You know, what if that was better than we could have imagined? What if we found friends? What if we, you know, our kids found friends? What if they had a great school? Then we went to our businesses. And at that time I only had one business, but, um, it was our financial planning firm. And we thought, you know, what if we had this business and it prospered and we actually named our business um, Prosper Wealth Management, you know, like, I mean, all of these different things kind of fell into place. And we started to write about what if it looks better than we could have ever imagined. And I, you know, as I went through that, it helped me every time I got a little frightened or afraid, it helped me focus on what I wanted to create in my life, not what I didn't want. Mm -hmm. And I think if, if there was one thing that I could offer your listeners right now is we are filled with fear right now in our lives. And There are things that are out of our control. Many of the things that we're dealing with right now are out of our control, just like how I felt. A lot of the changes that were happening, my mom going through breast cancer treatment was scary. It was out of my control. And the only thing that I could control was how I dealt with it and and how I brought myself to that situation and how I helped my mom. And so I, I say to each and every one of you who is maybe in that place, maybe you lost your job. 
Maybe your income is, you know, gone and you're going, what am I going to do? Taking a moment to say, what if it's better than I could have imagined? What if this time right now is a gift to reinvent yourself and create something completely new or go after that dream or goal you've always been thinking about? And what if you took all of that energy and rather than focusing on what's going to go wrong, you focused on what's going to go right. That was the shift that I had to, I had to intentionally make every single day. I focused on it being and, and everything going right. And that completely transformed my life. And it helped me show up as the best version of myself. Man, that is so important. You know, and I think here we're positive people, right? And so it, just because you're a positive person doesn't mean every day is great and every day has is icing on the cake. You know, you have all of these fears. And I think what you said is so important. It's finding out what you wanted to do. What was your dream? And and figuring out and giving yourself permission to start those things. Because so many of us say, well, but I don't have all of these other things, right? Resources, money, uh, time, which we now have, but attention to the access to the right people that can surround us, that can help us get to the next level. I think that's what right now, this isolation time has been able uh, to have us look deeper into and saying, am I still in the right circles? Am I getting on Zoom calls? Am I virtually connecting with people that are still lifting me or giving me great creativity or inspiring me? Or am I still in the same kind of circles that I feel are holding me back? And, and so that's really, really important uh, for us to be able to say, I can identify things that are toxic or not helping me and push me into the areas that I need to grow. Uh, and so we're all about personal growth. <laughs> we're all about personal growth. And for people that haven't done that, I think it's really, that's still part of the scary part, like that I deserve to have better. When you say, you know, the prosperity, right? Even the, the idea of saying prosper wealth management. Well, if you don't think of being prosperous, you're not going to think of that name. So it's really starting to believe differently about what the outcomes can look like. And that's the, that's the power, right? And I think that's the power is understanding that you deserve all of it, right? Like, like even in this time that seems so difficult, it can emerge, you can emerge stronger and more confident in your life. And you can really design a life that you love. And you can take this time to put your energy toward creating that. And that's the thing that I think, that's what I find so inspiring is because I've been through it. It's not just like something like a theory or an idea that I had. Like I've lived through some of the most difficult days. I remember looking at the clock ticking while my mom was going into surgery, not knowing if she's going to live through the surgery, right? Like you just don't know. And I remember that day and thinking, you know, if we could just get through this. And, um, and now she's healthy and she's doing well, but all of us have those times when it's hard and it's difficult and it's scary, but if you can just keep going, if you can keep pushing yourself to look for what's next, um, that's, what's really going to help us move forward with intention and to, to design that life that we love and to, and to understand that there's a gift in each and every day. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you a really important question for people that are listening is how are you balancing? Cause you have kids at home. And you guys have a business and then you run a coaching business and you're writing your next book and you're, and you've just launched recently your podcast. How are you showing up and balancing all this in, in this day of change? That's a great question. You know, the one thing, um, you know, 
and for for those of you probably that have never heard of Allison Little, um, I we've built all of our businesses. I've always had a probably a kid or a baby on my lap, <laughs> and so I have that as an excuse, right? Like I I remember my when my daughter was tiny and I had her on my lap and I would be doing work, and so that's never been an excuse for us to not grow our businesses. I mean, there's times when my husband will we actually have a playroom right in our financial planning office and. Our kids will be in the office and then our clients will come and they'll be like, hey, hey, kids. I mean, it's never been a thing. It's always been part of our reality. And, and we intensely designed our businesses to include our children in, in seeing their parents working hard and earning money. Um, it's just been something that we've wanted to create for them. So for us, it's not been that much different. Um, yeah, we have, to, we have to help them with their schoolwork. Uh, but they've always been a part of what we have to do with our jobs, and, and they understand that, right? Because we always wanted them to know what it looks like to work hard, and we wanted them to be involved in our businesses, and we wanted them to ask questions about what it looks like to help people with their financial lives. Or um, My daughter, you know, one time she'll be like, I'll, I'll ask her, you know, what does mama do? She's four right now. And she's like, well, she helps people believe in themselves more. And I, and the reason she knows what I do and that I speak on stages and I write books and all these things is because she's in the room with me while I'm doing it, right. Or or practicing or creating. And so that's one thing that I think for parents is to give yourself permission to show your kids what it is that you do. And this is an awesome opportunity for them to learn more about what you do professionally. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing that I recognize is um, for for our kids, um, the teachers, everything is virtual for them. Um, for my four-year-old, she doesn't have the iPad and all those things. But for my um, eight-year-old, we have the iPad. And the teacher kind of like posts the assignments each day. And he goes through them. And he gets to Google meet with his students. And so um, it's a different learning model. But it's not that different from what he's used to. And so that transition hasn't been super hard for him. Um, I find that Tony and I switch off. So what we do is we schedule it into our day and we have a chunk of time that's school time right away in the morning. And what that allows us to do is be present and answer questions and help, um, help my son and my daughter get through their work and, and, and help teach them what it is that they need to learn. And then, um, and we actually take turns. This is how we do our parenting is we take turns because we don't feel like what I do is less important than what my husband does. And my husband doesn't feel like what he does, you know, like we just feel like we need to be a team and the partners in this. And so we switch off who's teaching each day. So for example, we'd say like from eight to 10, um, that's going to be school time today. And Tony's teaching it. And he's going to go through the lesson that needs to happen for both my son and daughter and help teach them what they need to learn. And then it's about two hours and they have what they need to do. Maybe they have one more assignment or something that they need to do later in the day or some reading and, and that's done. And now we can go and we can grow our businesses and we can go do everything else that we're doing. So that's how we found uh, it works really the best for us and for our family. You know, and I think flexibility is key, right? Like Mm -hmm. I think, especially in this time, understanding that each and every day is different uh, emotionally and physically and mentally And so understanding that you have to give yourself grace. And I think that's been the thing that I've been finding more and more is if my son or daughter is having a rough day and they're really missing their friends or missing school, I'm not going to sit them down at the table and pound work into them. Like I need to give them some free free time to play 
go for a walk outside, play in our yard, do something different, right? And and understanding that um, that we have this gift right now to um, to really connect with our kids and to understand that we can be there for them. And I'm always I'm constantly checking in with my kids, like how are you emotionally? And my my son the other day is like, Mama, stop asking me that. I'm really happy. Things are good, right? Like, but I I did because I mean you know there's fears, there's there's emotions, there it's hard, it's different, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I keep checking in with them, and my my son and daughter are both they're doing pretty good, you know, for the most part. We have our days, and and it's challenging, but I think as as parents, at least for us. Keeping that structure of, of work time and school time has really helped us. Mm-hmm. And you were a big com- component of the John Maxwell team and the youth Global Youth Initiative and, and leading that charge for all of us. There are 35,000 members. And so when you were doing that, you were focusing on kids and youth because you really believe in it. It's your core value, uh, raising up leaders and, and giving back and adding value. And so... I'm really curious as to what you think after learning this for the last four weeks and your behavior and setting up a structure for you and Tony and the kids, what do you think is, is something that you're going to remain consistent in when things start to open back up and the kids are back in school and your, your life schedule is, you know, back to what we would call what we thought was normal. Do you, is there anything that you're thinking like, Oh, we're probably going to implement this into our life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great question. But, you know, the thing that I find um, the most interesting is that I, um, my my son this year, especially, and even my daughter, they go to school and then they come home. And if they don't have homework, we weren't necessarily doing anything. I mean, we would have them read or we talk through what they did that day. Uh, but I didn't feel like I had an opportunity as a parent to really sit down and teach my kid what it was that they they were learning right and I think um you know I really like that piece of of what's happening right now is I I enjoy um talking through you know what my what my son is working on for math or for reading or thinking through things and I like to know what my daughter is learning I I like that she's learning M M M M and and really supplementing what it is that she's learning in a bigger way um, and, and I think we were doing that in some ways, but maybe it wasn't um, as intentional as, as it is now. I mean, we have to, right? We're teaching them for school, and that's a really important thing. And so I think really taking the time and energy to have specific uh, ways that the teachers and the parents can communicate better with, you know, this is what your son or daughter learned today at school, and here's what you could do as a parent. And like, thinking about ways that, you know, me as a parent can, can take responsibility for my, my daughter or son's learning in a more uh, active way. I think, you know, I was, I was bringing them, I had them going to school. I was checking off all the boxes and doing everything. But I think right now I'm learning that I want to be, you know, thinking about some things that they can do with their learning at home. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and all of that fun stuff. And so that's been one of the things that I definitely will implement later. Well, and I think that's so important for people to understand, like, you can just do little things, you know, and, and I want to go back to where you said giving your kids grace, because their life has changed too, right? We think as parents, like it's our responsibility as business owners, we have to take care of everything else. But, but understanding the kids are experiencing this for the first time, and they don't know, they watch us. It's that role of modeling. If you set your parameters up, 
they're going to follow the lead. They're going to understand, okay, this is the new structure. This is what we can do. And, and this is the capacity that we have. And so I love that you have brought those kind of ideas into so many of our homes now to say, it's okay. You don't have to be perfect about it, but just try what works for you and create that system. You know, it, that's so important, Allison. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the other thing is understanding that you need to give yourself permission to not do as much. I mean, I think for, for us, especially even, you know, with my husband and I owning our financial planning firm, and then I own a leadership development company, and I have all these other, you know, things that I'm juggling, understanding that we need to get really clear on what our priorities were and get rid of the rest for right now. Mm-hmm. And I think many of us need to understand that life is not going to be the same right now. and That's okay, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with prioritizing your life and understanding that for us, you know, our priority is our kids. So that's why we start off our day with our kids because their learning and growth is key to everything else in their lives. Mm-hmm. And so if we, um, we prioritize that, that's something that gets done. And then understanding that we still need to grow our businesses and we still need to think strategically and we still need to uh, help our clients and all those fun things too, right? Understanding that you can take bits and pieces of what you were doing before. And actually this is a gift because it's helping you prioritize and strategically put time and energy into the things that are going to get you the results in your business. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the key because those, everything else you were doing was probably just filling up time. It might've been busy work. And now you can really strategize and say, these are the three top three things that have been moving the needle in my business. And these are the things I need to focus on. Mm. And so that goes right into our segue about your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have done just a tremendous job. I'm going to celebrate you right now because I think, you know, your podcast is called Launch. And here we think about what we want to launch in our lives. What are the things that we need to do to launch something new, to launch a new strategy, to develop these tools? And so when you thought about this name, it just fits right into your under construction attitude. And and I love this because as people can follow you on this, your idea of bringing people together to create systems and resources for others to think into how are they going to launch something in their life Tell me about how that idea started. Tell me a little bit about, you know, where you are with it and, and kind of your dreams for this whole podcast because you're, you're an author already and you write blogs. And so this is just another part, another component that has appeared that is helping you grow and stretch in a tremendous way. Right. And I, I love the idea of launching. I think it's such an, it's a powerful word. And uh, whenever I think about launch, it just excites and inspires me, but um, it actually came from my first book, Life Under Construction. Mm-hmm. So I um, was I was launching that book, right? I was going to sell that book, and I wanted a launch team, a book launch team. And so I put out, like, one thing on Facebook, and I thought, you know, there's going to be a few people, maybe three, that are going to be a part of my quote-unquote book launch team for this fake book that wasn't going, nobody was going to read, right? Like, in my head, I had all these negative beliefs about what this was going to be. But hundreds of people like signed up for this book launch team. And the coolest thing happened because we launched the book and we had people from all over the world that were a part of this team. And I, that's what I wanted. I wanted to make it a global thing, right? I wanted to launch the book on seven different continents and all these different countries and it worked. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe this. But the coolest thing that started happening is I was really excited that the book was getting out and it was going to help people. But more than that, what I found is in my book launch team, 
people started to launch their own things, right? Whether it's they went out after that career, they wrote their own book, they started the business, they worked on the relationships, they started, you know, a healthier version of their life, whatever it was, I kept seeing it over and over again. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. And so I, I posed it to this group and I said, oh my gosh, you guys are launching in your own life. And that's fantastic. Let's, let's think into that. And that's where the launch um, came from. And so um, that's kind of where it came from, this idea of launch. And um, it started off kind of just as an idea and, and we came up with an acronym and uh, it, was, it was super fun. Um, and I didn't know what, what else was going to come of it. And then we had a leadership uh, conference, a launch leadership conference. And that was actually last year, our first launch leadership conference. And once again, I remember going into this, the newest conference center in our area, walking in and uh, my friend Tim was the person showing me around and he was helping me with the reservation and all that fun stuff. And he's like, so what is it going to be called? And I'm like, I don't know. It's going to be a conference, maybe launch. I don't know. And so there's the launch leadership conference. And he's like, well, how many people are going to come? I'm like, I've never done this before, Tim. I don't know. But I could picture the entire conference room filled up with people, with leaders, because I wanted them to launch to the next level of their life. And I wanted to lift them up. And I thought, you know, wouldn't it be so amazing to create this positive environment for leaders? And so um, the next question he asked me is, so how many um, speakers do you have, Allison? I'm like, you're looking at her. It's me. I don't, like, he had all these ridiculous questions. Um, but I rented that huge empty conference room because I had this burning desire to lift up leaders and to help them launch to the next level in their life. And I just remember thinking to myself over and over again, this is going to be absolutely amazing. I already had the vision in my head of what it was going to be. I already knew that there was going to be people that wanted it. And then I started calling and invite people. And everybody told me no. It was like, at that moment, I thought, oh my gosh, like, am I crazy? Is this launch idea not really <laughs> going to work? Like, what is happening, right? I got all these no people. But I think that's what it's like when we, we create a new belief in our life and we're thinking to ourselves, this is going to be amazing. We have this burning desire to make that belief a reality. We go, oh my gosh, why doesn't anybody see this? And we find our no people, right? I yes. call them no people. And it's not a problem, right? It's just that's who you find first. When you're creating a new belief in your life, you find the no people. And so I kept calling and calling and calling, knowing that these are the no people, right? Will you sponsor? No. Will you come? No, 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 no. It's not going to work. You can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I got my first yes person and then more yes people and then more yes sponsors. And the entire event was absolutely blow our minds amazing and it helps people walk to the next level. It helps them find their dream jobs. It helps re-energize leaders. It helps create a new reality for these leaders. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I was, um, I was once again in this place where I'm like, well, this is fantastic. It works. And um, I was doing a lot of Facebook lives and videos and things and helping, you know, in any way that I can, I wake up and I'm like, what, well, how can I help today? I don't know. Okay. I'll do this or I'll talk about this or this is what I'm learning. And one of my friends, um, Kayla, she goes, Allison, could you maybe put those Facebook lives on a podcast or I don't know, like create a podcast. And I didn't like podcasts to be honest with you. And so I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And she's like, oh, okay. And so then I had more people asking me for a podcast. I'm like, I don't want to do a flipping podcast. Like, what are you talking about? 
they're like, you should do a podcast. So I started to do a podcast. I called it launch. I didn't think anything of it. And then people started to want to be interviewed on the podcast. Mm. And it was the most amazing, wonderful thing ever. And then people started to listen to the podcast. What? I couldn't believe it. Like all of this. I was just like, like everything I do, I, I do it imperfectly. And I just expect that maybe it'll help one person. I don't know. And eventually it started to help people and they started to reach out to me and say, Oh my gosh, I listened to this podcast and I learned this and it helped me. And so uh, that's where the launch uh, podcast came. And then I had Melanie on, which was fantastic. And it just, it's like one of those things, another way to add value to people. And, and that's really what I'm about is I want to empower people to design lives they love. And so I think, you know, we just keep, we keep going. Right. And we keep thinking about ways that we can do that. And eventually, you know, this year, our, launch uh leadership conference got postponed uh but we're rescheduling it for later and that's fine and it was awesome because i sent out uh i had you know a, a, a couple hundred people that are already ready to come to the conference and i had to send out the email saying you know we can't do it and they just said oh okay let's do it later mm-hmm. and it was so awesome because i'm like oh my gosh i love you guys like this is fantastic and that's kind of what launch has been and i i picture it going bigger and serving people in a bigger way and hopefully, you know, one day doing things in a regional, uh, you know, do one on the East coast and the West coast and down South. And I just see launch being bigger. I've already talked to my friend in Luxembourg and Annika and she, um, and I want to do something in, in Europe sometime. Um, and you know, I just see launch being bigger. It's Mm -hmm. much bigger than, and it's bigger than, um, what I can do by myself. And that's where I'm grateful because I, I keep seeing the possibility that um, we can help more people launch to the next level in their life. Mm. Everything you just said is unbelievable. And you're, you can just feel your passion. People that are sitting here going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can do something. I can change. I can be a part of this. And that's what we want to do, right? That's how we want to inspire people. We want to show up as ourselves. And I love that you said, you go through all the no's first. You go through all the no's, all the people that you think, oh, you're going to be perfect. You need to learn this. You need to be on my journey. This is going to be amazing. And they say, not interested. You're not on my train. And and those are the people that you thought were like showing up in your life to support you. And you go, but I'm growing and it's different. And so it's okay. But there are people that are out there waiting for you, waiting for your message, waiting for your blog, waiting for your podcast, waiting for your events, because they need to find this spirit in their life. And they're ready and they're waiting and they just need that little bit of inspiration to say, how can I come and connect with like-minded thinkers so that I can launch something in my own life, my belief? So mm-hmm. powerful. It's so because you've had that too, where you you get out of your own head and you do it to serve. That's why you created your podcast. That's why you do what you do. And once you say, you know what, I'm just going to show up as me and I'm going to trust that, you know, the people and the resources and everything that I need in order to serve the world in a bigger way is going to show up. It's crazy because it just starts to happen, right? The people, the resources, the ideas, the thoughts, everything aligns to help you serve the world in the way that you were supposed to serve the world. And that's the thing that I think, you know, excites me the most is that uh, we're all on our own path, right? And we can high five each other on our path and keep going, understanding that there's over 7 billion people on the planet 
And we need people that are positive encouragers and leaders that are, are ready to lift other people up and help them watch to their next level of their life, right? And so that's the thing is I think, you know, we're creating this army of people out there ready to change the world. Right now, it's so important. Uh, and I, you know, I thank you so much. I could talk to you for days and weeks and months and years because we get it. And I hope that people are feeling this energy. I know you are. Allison is just an amazing spirit. And uh, I just want to thank you so much for spending time with us today. And I want to make sure that, you know, people can follow you, your blog. I know it's allisonlittle.com, which is A-L-L-I-S-O-N-L-I-D-D-L-E.com. Uh, for the most important part, right, to find you first. But give us a little bit of, um, you know, your book that's coming out next and um, where we can find your podcast. And then again, remind us how we can connect to you. Awesome. Melanie, first off, I just want to thank you for being you and for bringing your awesomeness out into the world. Like you are a true guest and a super friend. And I'm super duper excited for everything that you're doing. I thank you for serving the world in your own unique gift, right? Like that's the coolest thing is I see you just like out there uh, being so selfless and being that everyday leader to lift up others. And that's amazing. So thank you. Um, the second thing is, I guess, okay, my new book, uh, Keep Going, How to Create a Champion Mindset is coming out on May 1st, which is my birthday. And I'm super excited about it. And it is... Uh, my lessons that I learned from my mentors on having a champion mindset daily. And it's really about the lesson I learned from one specific mentor named Clifton Macklin. Uh, he was an amazing, amazing man. And he taught me about this and it transformed my life. And I want to teach others about it. So keep going. We'll be available on Amazon uh, May 1st. And you can reach out to me on obviously my website, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, so look up Allison Little, and then also my podcast, Launch with Allison Little, is on all of the podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, um, all those fun things, and so feel free to listen. I, um, I would love to have you uh, reach out and connect. Thank you so much. Uh, what a spirit you are. I love you, Allison Little. Thank you for being showing up and being an everyday leader in the world. We need you right now, and, and people connect to this wonderful, wonderful soul. Have a wonderful uh, stay in isolation. <laughs> stay safe, and have a great 2020, Allison. Thank you. You too, Melanie. This has been a Joe Studios production.